315-436-8315. Welcome to the Brian P. Swift All Things Inspirational Show. Brian is a best-selling author, keynote speaker, and success coach. Are you ready to move your vision forward and be inspired every Wednesday a little afternoon? Here is your host, Brian P. Swift. Good afternoon and welcome. This is Brian, the Quadfather Swift, and you are listening to All Things Inspirational. Thank you for joining us. Hopefully, uh, this gets you out of the heat. And speaking of the heat, I'd like to thank all those people that are keeping us, keeping us up and running during these times. It, it takes a, a lot of people working a lot of hours to replace those blown old generators and transformers and keep things going. So thank you to all those. Uh, it is a, it is a dangerous time for, for so many people. So watch yourself out there in the heat. Nothing that nothing new that you haven't heard during these crazy hot times. That being said, let me hit you with a little wisdom. The past is a place of reference, not a place of residence. The past is a place of learning, not a place of living. You can't live in the past. And if you do, especially if you choose to, it will haunt you. We've got to learn to move past what has happened and behind us. That's why the rear view mirror is so small and the front windshield is so big because you spend more time, should spend more time, I should say, looking in front of you than what's behind you. So whatever's behind you, just like they tell good athletes, you got to have a short memory. Uh, I would tell you for those tough things, those negative things that happen to you, put them behind you. It doesn't mean they're over. Uh, trust me, I know this. After breaking my neck when I was 17, I had to learn to really move on, which I did. And I was lucky to move on and not let that be a place of residence, not that let that place be where I wanted to live back when I was up on my two feet and mobile. Uh, life goes on. It will go on with you. It'll go on without you. It will go on. So learn to move forward and don't just, uh, those two words have a lot of impact. So when I say don't just, and, and I think we're all guilty of don't just doing things in our lives. So I have a list of don't just because I believe it's important to self-reflect some days and take time to really look at yourself. And, and that's what the show is going to be about. I have a lot of different topics that we're going to bounce from. So uh, it's going to come at you fast and furious. Uh, remember, before I get on to my don't just, keep CD and me in mind. Uh, Sarah Evans will be there next week. Uh, they, they have an array of just so many awesome guests. Um, send out cards. My my buddy Ray Rita uh, does a great job. It is a unique unique way of marketing. If you're looking for something unique and different and extremely personal, I would look up send out cards. Uh, I think Ray is out of Mokina, so check that out. And to all you entrepreneurs out there, because I'm going to talk a little bit about that, Keep doing the hustle because it is a hustle more so now these days than ever before. So don't just, let me get back to that. Don't just learn. Experience. 
Don't just read, absorb what you're reading. Don't just change, transform. And there is a huge difference. Don't just relate, advocate. Don't just promise, prove. Talk is cheap, trust me. We've all been there. We all know that. We all have a lot of empty promises that were made. But prove, walk the walk that you are talking about out there. Don't just criticize, encourage. Don't just think, ponder. Sometimes pondering is a fun thing to do. Uh, It gets you away from the walls and parameters that a lot of times we throw ourselves into. So pondering, a word you don't hear a lot, is a fun place to go occasionally. Just don't take, give. Just don't see, feel. Just don't dream, do. Because dreams without actions are just empty promises that we make to ourselves. So, man, I'm a big advocate of dreaming, but take action on those because without the action is just a lie and an empty promise we're making to ourselves. Just don't hear, listen. Problem we have today is too many people listen with the intent to respond and don't listen with the intent just to hear. Don't just talk, act. Again, I can't say enough about getting out there and making stuff happen in your life. Don't just tell, show. We are all living examples to someone. As parents, we are examples to our kids and the best And we have to be the best examples out there because they will pick up everything. That means no swearing. That means no smoking. That means you want to do all the things that you want to see out of your children, then you better exude those things by showing. And don't just exist, but live. Too many people get caught up existing, especially in the disability community. They get so caught up in existing that they don't spend enough time living and thriving. And shame on each one of them that choose that path. The path didn't choose them because I was once a product of, of an injury not, it, that wasn't my fault, like many people are. I wasn't responsible for it. However, I am responsible for recovering. I am responsible for moving forward. Those things I am responsible for, just like you are responsible out there to move past those things that keep you from living, that keep you from acting, that keep you from doing and feeling and encouraging and proving. So don't just, two powerful words when you think about it, write them down. Don't just, and make a promise to yourself to do something more than don't just. That's just the beginning. So I hope you enjoyed the list. It is a, it a list you should take that self-reflection on and ask yourself about. Uh, challenge yourself to some of these things. Are you just learning and not experiencing? Are you making promises and not acting on? Are you taking and not giving? I challenge you to take one of those every day and do some self-reflection on it. I think that would be awesome. 
So moving on. And yes, you have over 50 minutes with me, the Quafather, all things inspirational. Oh, so I threw, I threw, I've thrown this question out so many times and I haven't gotten a good, I haven't received a good answer. So if you have a good answer to this, I would ask you to send it to bswift6262 at gmail.com. So here is the question. And I'd love to hear more from people on topics they'd love to talk about. I'm not opposed to almost any topic. But the question is, who motivates the motivator? Who inspires the guy that is the guy everybody goes to to inspire? Who inspires and motivates that person? If you have a good answer, please send it to bswift6262 at Comcast, pardon me, at gmail.com. Again, who motivates the motivator? Think about it. Who, who's, it's like, who's the guy who makes the, the, the top comedian laugh? Who, who's the guy who, who, make, who makes him laugh? He's out there making everybody laugh. Who makes him laugh? So I hope somebody out there has an answer to that. Who motivates the motivator? Again, please send it to bswift6262 at gmail.com. All right, moving on. Anxiety, isn't that a fun word? That is an exciting word, but it is something we hear about a lot out there today, and people talk about it. I think I think it's been blown out of proportion, to be honest with you, because I, I don't know of anybody out there that doesn't have anxiety. Uh, they talk about it as, as if it's a syndrome, anxiety syndrome. Oh, my gosh, I need pills. Anxiety syndrome. Oh, I need time off. Anxiety is not a syndrome. It is a natural reaction that the body has, that the mind has. There is anxiety that we have all dealt with. Just because I have anxiety doesn't mean I need to take a happy pill. Just because this person has anxiety doesn't mean they need a safe place. It is something we all learn to deal with and cope with. But our media and others want to turn this anxiety into a syndrome. Oh my gosh, they got to have anxiety. Well, maybe they shouldn't work and they should crawl in their safe place. No, that's not how anxiety works. I remember the first time I was probably, I don't want to say consumed by anxiety, because that would be a, a little exaggeration, but I remember having anxiety as a young person. It was probably in grammar school. I wasn't the best student. I'm sure I didn't study enough and put myself in a great position. So I had anxiety when it came time to taking tests because I convinced myself I wasn't the sharpest tool and getting B's and C's and whatnot. And through my, throughout my life, in high school and college, I'm sure I've been through pits, through pits of anxiety, breaking your neck at 17 and wondering if you're ever going to walk. Might make somebody a little anxious and give them anxiety. Instead of perseverating on your anxiety, there are other ways to deal with it because anxiety is a normal human experience. And it can even be positive when it alerts us to caution in a risky, maybe dangerous situation. So anxiety is not a bad thing all the time. It can be a good thing. It can keep you from doing something that you shouldn't do. 
So remember that. However, I do realize that some people allow anxiety to go into overdrive and it can become a larger issue. Uh, and, and maybe it, it does become a syndrome in their mind. Well, they made a mountain out of a molehill, and it is their responsibility to take it back down to the mountain status, go down to DEFCON 1 instead of DEFCON 5 with anxiety. And, and there have been times in my life, I'm sure, that it went into overdrive. But just like it is, it might not have been their fault, it is a responsibility and your responsibility to learn how to deal and cope with anxiety. And I understand we all have common triggers, right? I have a spinal cord injury. Um, I'm sure maybe some new triggers emerged that I was not expecting, right, at 17. Um, maybe I came, became over-anxious about meeting new people, um, about proving myself to others, about finding caregivers. Um, how was I supposed to move forward with my life? I can keep on going. I, I got through all that in quite a, I don't want to say an easy fashion, but without putting my life on hold. And I was blessed to have parents that were just about moving forward, moving forward. I understood, they understood anxiety, but anxiety is, is a human experience. It is not a syndrome. I'm sure I, I became anxious about would I ever have a girlfriend? Would I ever get married? You know, what would become of me now that I am a C5 quad. So, you know, I'm, I'm also, you know, I'm sure I went through some of these periods. But the one thing I know for sure is I didn't let it consume me. Don't let it consume you. Don't let it consume you to a point where it changes your life, takes away your dreams and your goals. Because we all go through periods of times when a lot of the decisions we make might have felt like it was in a uh, it, it might have felt like we were admitting to our weaknesses but have you tried there are things you can do to get through that it's not an ad, 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 admission to a weakness having anxiety there's nothing wrong with it if you don't let it consume you. Things I would do would be stay, stay busier, focus on my goals, always, uh, always praying. Um, that is something that has helped, uh, you know, and, and pushing myself to a point where I could have more grit to deal with that. So don't let, don't, don't become ashamed to ask for help with your anxiety. It is part of life. It is out there. And I'm going to, when we get back from a little word from our sponsors, I want to finish up on anxiety and move to some other topics. So a word from our sponsors. Good. Hello and welcome back. This is the Quad Father. Let me finish up with a few words of on anxiety. Because there is no magical cure to get rid of anxiety. Uh, I have found what works for me most of the time. You have to find out what works for you. So anxiety will always be a companion, I believe, to all of us. And I think you just have to at some point accept that and learn to be bigger than your anxiety. 
So I, I try to ride that wave, I, I should say, where I am bigger than my anxiety. The wave is bigger than, you know, anything that can happen to me through that anxiety. And I have found, and I'm sure you, if you think about it, that most of the time the, the things that you're anxious about really don't happen or aren't as bad as you tend to make them. So working on that mental therapy, I believe, is a lifelong practice. It's a lifelong process, and we're always learning about ourselves. So keep learning about yourself, keep reflecting, keep growing. Uh, a, a huge part of growth has been realizing that you don't have to suffer to the extent you do. You don't have to suffer alone. And that you can you can share your experiences with others, and that there are other people who have been through it. Don't let don't go into don't go into it feeling any type of shame or stigma because we have all dealt with anxiety. I think we've just made it a bigger deal. I think we've come to want to medicate these issues out of everybody that we all have and will always have. So don't get into that, that trap of believing, feeling that this anxiety needs to be dealt with, with anything but yourself for the most part, because if you learn to control it, it will be a good thing that works for you. So that was my two cents on, on anxiety. I hope you enjoy it. Um, we all want a better life, right? I mean, you, I don't think there's anybody I've ever met that didn't want better for themselves, better for their kids, or better for their spouses, or better for the people around them. So in chasing that better life, you've really got to be willing to pay the cost for that. Um, it doesn't come cheaply. It doesn't come easy. Never has. And I think anymore it might come at a a higher cost, but there is that opportunity to create a better life for yourself. But these are some of the things that you have to be willing to do or deal with if you want a better life. And again, a lot of us might say we are, but we're not always willing once we start that journey of a better life which might mean late late nights, one of them. Um, I, don't, I don't know anybody that hasn't taken on late nights or early mornings for periods of time chasing down the dreams they have. It just comes with the territory. Waking up early. Um, you know, waking up early when I was younger and working downtown, my schedule was up at 5.00 and out of the house by 6, get to work by 7. And because I lived far south, I would usually stay past 4.30 or 5 because the traffic was so bad. So I would usually leave around 5.30 and get home a little after 6. That was the path I took for several years um, every day because I wanted to be successful Two, I did enjoy what I was doing for a living. 
And I was willing to pay that price of getting up early. The third thing is uh, investing money, learning to say no to yourself to certain things and putting money for putting money away for your future and not just putting it away, but putting it in a smart place so that the money can work for you. Dropping bad habits. Um, if you if you want a better life, if you want to succeed, you really have to do a good self-examination of yourself and understand what your bad habits are. We all have them. We all have bad habits and trying to turn those bad habits into better habits is such a big key, not just to having a better life, but it also will help with having a better relationship and, and other areas of your life. So learning those good habits, getting rid of those bad habits, critical areas, and it's difficult to get away from bad habits. But again, it comes down to, you know, are you willing to pay the cost for a better life? Being sore from the gym, possibly. I mean, you know, if you don't come from an athletic background and it's something you start to undertake, that sore feeling, you know, once you get used to it, man, it's it's a good feeling. You know what it is? It's it's your body saying it's making progress. And again, it's about it's about controlling your mind and letting your mind wander into a positive place instead of a negative place. Not waking up and saying, oh, geez, I'm exhausted. Waking up and saying, gee, I have such great hopes for today and I have so many great things planned. And stop thinking about how tired you are because you're going to talk yourself into it. It becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. The next thing is, you know, learning and growing. Um, Something you have to do. You have to learn. You have to grow. I mean, you're either growing or you're dying. I mean, it's, it's truly that simple. You're either growing as a person in some way or you're dying because what's happening is you're standing still. And the moment you stand still, the moment people are going to pass you by. So that constant desire to learn and grow is important. Uh, sometimes in order for a better life, you have to leave old friends behind. You might have to leave places behind, be willing to make bigger changes and change who's around you. It is often said that we are a culmination and the sum of the five people that we hang around the most. So look at look at that. Look at who the five people that maybe you hang around the most are and the attributes they hold and the attributes they bring. Um, how much of a part of that are you? And, of course, rejection being the last one, um, being turned down in rejection. You have to get used to it. Nobody likes rejection but it's something you have to get used to. I had to learn how to get used to that really quick. Um, rejection, uh, it, not that it's always said to you, but sometimes it's through people's actions. And once you realize that rejection is other people's attitude about what they think you could do, not your perspective of what you can do, and learn that rejection is just another opportunity to get to where you want to go. We've all deal with it. It's like anxiety, right? We've all dealt with a rejection, whether it's not making the team even, or making the team and not playing a lot. or th- that, th- Those are all parts of rejection. And when you learn how to deal with the little 
little rejection, you learn to cope with bigger rejection because I guarantee the rejection doesn't go away. It doesn't, it's not something that happens when you're young. It's not something that happens just if you're athletic. It happens through your whole life, whether you're an entrepreneur or you're working for a company. So a couple things on having a better life. That being said, I'm always looking for new perspectives. I think one of the best things you can do is to continue challenge your perspectives because I think sometimes we allow adversity to consume us so quickly. And I'm not sure why that is, why we allow, uh, we are so quick to allow adversity just to consume us and, and drive us to a negative place. You know, it's okay to get beaten by circumstances. Um, it's not okay to stop moving forward. You know, moving forward is just part of what happens. It's part of the game. So we have to learn the difference that getting beat and losing is part of life, but that doesn't mean you have to stop moving forward. We have to learn how to control that flow of negative thoughts, negative emotions, negative reactions, uh, which ultimately just creates more failure. You know, and when this happens, it's really time for that self-reflection and time to rise up. It's time to take control of your emotions. You know, we have this choice to see our failures as lessons. So remember, failure is just part of the process. Failure is the building. They are the building blocks to success. It's not about where we want to be. It's about what we learn along the way. Because that journey oftentimes is more important than the destination is. And what you learn along that way is so critical. And we have, you, you, you all have this incredible power to change your story at any time. You know, I work with a lot of people. And a lot of people I've worked or coached with for 30 years. Um, I, I help them find this incredibly empowering way to change their life and to, to get rid of their past, to recreate their own stories at any time. And too many people accept the stories that they're in the process of being a part of. And you don't have to do that. You don't have to be part of a sad story of pain, of blame, of anger, of sadness. So, or all those negative emotions. So change your story. You have the power to do that. Don't become a prisoner of your own creation. You know, you, you, and, and many times we are. And that, that own creation is also what creates anxiety sometimes. So you have the mental energy to continuously change your old story. And it's the same amount of energy that you use to create an old story. You use that same amount of energy, energy to create a new story. So re redesign your new life. You're not broken. Everything you need to make the changes is already inside of you. All you need to do is transfer your thoughts and actions towards creating a new story. And when you make this, this decision to empower yourself, you will pull away from your old story and you will see your life change. Abundance starts to walk into your life. Success will knock on your door. It does 
happen. Trust me. I've experienced it. I've seen others experience it. And I've helped others get there. So you can, too, also get to that place. It, there are going to be great struggles that come with it. But it's something you can do. I broke free from being a statistic at the age of 17, that C5, C6 quad, that they give you a list of what you should be doing, what you shouldn't be doing. And I found it that it was in my best interest to confront my issues of being a quad rather to avoid them. And I battle these things. I don't want to say every day, but we all have those battles. And don't look at some of these things as uh, just battles. Look at these difficulties or ch- as challenges or opportunities to succeed. And that's the way I try to perceive and address the challenges that control my life. I would recommend that you try to control your attitude towards them and look at them more as challenges and opportunities to succeed versus difficulties. And when you start to focus and look more optimistically, your outcomes tend to become more optimistic. I appreciate your time. We're going to take a little break. We're going to hear from our sponsors. And then I'm going to talk about a little entrepreneurship. And uh, there's so many people out there that are looking at starting their own business, starting their own company, doing their own things. And you should at least make sure that you put yourself in a good position to take those steps, which we will hear about right after our sponsor. Dead. Welcome back on this steamy Wednesday to Brian the Quadfather Swift, all things inspirational show. I appreciate you listening. Remember my question. If you weren't listening earlier, my question was, who motivates the motivator? If you have an answer, I would love to hear it. And you can email it to bswift6262 at gmail.com. That being said, I ended the last segment with talking uh, about how we can make life better. But I'm going to talk about now things that you need to do before Maybe you start a company, things you need to do before quitting your job. And we are in a time where we're seeing much more entrepreneurship happen, especially happen at a younger age. We're seeing people who worked in corporate transition out and start their own companies, whether that be by themselves or with others. But it is something we're seeing at it. it, amazing level now. So, you know, to help you get ready for that big day of freedom. And I have been on both sides. Um, you know, the, the grass isn't always greener. So trust me on that. And I'm not saying it's not worth the challenge, but it isn't always greener. It isn't always as free as you think, because being an entrepreneur also means wearing, you know, dozens of different hats and you being the one that everything falls back on. And I know most people understand that, but to live it is extremely different. So if you're out there, if you're thinking about quitting your job and starting your own company or possibly getting out of school and starting your own company, here are 10 things that I would recommend 
that you take some time and do. First one is do some research. You know, know your audience is knowing your audience is key. Researching your comp competition. You know, finding the right team because uh, people who start their own companies still reach for outside help to do some of the things they're they're not proficient at. Whether that be marketing, maybe it's bookkeeping, maybe it's advertising, whatever that may be. And understand what your most profitable sales uh, channels are or will be. Um, that may be a big question out there in this world that has changed dramatically with with the advent of all these new ways to get to people through social media has opened up a door that we didn't see 20 years ago, even 15 years ago. So one, do your research. Second one is create a business plan. You know, you, you definitely want to create a business plan. You want to make sure you have some type of overview, you know, a summary, a company description, uh, and definitely, you know, your objectives, your vision, and your mission statement. I mean, that is why, that is your why. Why you're doing this is so important. Um, that is, that why is what will keep you going when everything else wants you to stop and is bogging you down. Remembering that why is so key. How about uh, number three, outlining funding options. You know, how are you going to fund this new company? You know, what what are you going to do to pay for? You know, and, and in that business plan, there should be pages of, you know, the, the costs that it's going to take to pay for rent, to pay for advertising, to pay for marketing, to pay for insurance, whatever that may be. You might be able to find funding out there. I know that when it came to sending the kids to college, what I was a big proponent of was looking for grants. Um, I had all the kids look for grants. You know, find grant opportunities. Uh, even if it was just a $500 grant, the more grant money they received, the less money that they would have to pay back. And yes, I'm a proponent of kids paying back their college education. They signed on the dotted line. They could pay on the dotted line. Just one of those adult responsibilities. So look for funding op options out there. There are a lot of ways to fund, you know, your business. Uh, the next thing is leverage resources. Uh, I, I, there's a lot of resources out there. And the last thing you want to do is spend time duplicating any of those resources. You, so find ways to leverage them. Uh, again, it doesn't mean spending a money, spending a lot of money. But, you know, look at the resources between your partners, if you have partners in yourself, um, and, and, and see the best way to utilize those to start your new career or your new company. Next thing I would say is, and man, we've heard the term, you know, don't burn bridges. It, it's so true. You really want to, if you're with a company, you want to leave on good terms. Um, there's nothing worse than burning a bridge. Maybe you're at a company that you really enjoyed and you did well at uh, and you have great relationships made. And I would say the last thing you want to do 
is burn those bridges there because you never know when you need to cash in a favor from some of the people. And I have found more times than not that people go back to a lot of their old contacts, maybe their old employer even, and utilize some of them to help them with their new business. And so the last thing you want to do uh, is burn that bridge. So the next thing is sweat the small stuff. Uh, the devil, you know, the the devil's in the details. Uh, it's re- especially as an entrepreneur that um, you you really need to understand the small picture and the big picture, and focus on the small details um, because those can really make a, a big difference. You know, obviously planning is key. You know, it just such little things as you know the right social media channel, you know, keeping up to date with emails, you know, taxes, all these little things that you probably didn't have to deal with when you work for a big company. So that those are the little details you really need to stay on top of. Next thing is secure office space. Um, And nowadays I know so many people are working from home. So if you're working from home, understand the benefits of working from home and what you can utilize, uh, from working from home to your advantage from a tax purposes, you know, and create a portfolio or resume um, for your new company and what that resume may look like when you're really trying to take your company to the next level and put together the right team. Who do you want on there? What What is maybe missing in your resume might be the, the person you need to hire help fill those gaps and to whether that be uh, somebody as simple as an investor or somebody who is going to actually work there or somebody you're going to hire to to help move the business forward. So remember that th- those factors, if you're going to leave your job and start a new business, uh, I think it's great. The opportunities out there for entrepreneurs, I, I think it's great for, whether you've been in business a long time or you're young and it's something you want to try, there's so many different opportunities out there. So take advantage of them out there. They're there for you. I hope you enjoyed those, those tips. And along with that, I mean, there's, there's so much to come. It comes with starting a business. Um, It's, I can go on and on about that entrepreneurship Uh, reading. There's so much information out there, whether it be through books or whether it be through the internet and social media, there's there's quite a bit out there. Keeping yourself motivated is so key. I've been blessed to been, be able to do that uh, through all the, the things I talk about, whether that be um, surrounding yourself with the right people. I believe that's important. Uh, writing your goals, which you've heard us talk about here on the show quite a bit. And, 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 and thinking about that, if you have a topic that you are interested in, Again, get a message out to me. Let me know what that topic is. We would be more than glad to talk about any topic in particular. Um, I I try to stay away from some, but I am pretty open to almost any topic that you would like to talk about. If you're a business and you would like to sponsor the Quadfather All Things Inspirational Show, 
please feel free to reach out to me and let me know. Um, I have some really good sponsors, but we're always looking for other sponsors so we can continue to try to inspire. So reach out at bswift6262 at gmail.com and send me a note. You can find me on, if you want to know more about me, you can check me out on Facebook, on LinkedIn, uh, on Instagram. I am uh, my, my, I am an open book. There is nothing, uh, nothing that I don't let people know about me. Uh, I'm a pretty simple guy that got this awesome opportunity to have this show and I'm just taking advantage of it. So you guys stay cool out there. Enjoy the day. Thanks for listening. I'll be back next Wednesday. Again, feel free, free to reach out. Answer that question, who motivates the motivator? And have a nice, cool week. Take care.